Let's Talk Sports. Sports Phone with Big Al is live on 1061 ESPN. Two pitch. And he hits a high fly ball, deep left field, back to the wall, and is gone! <laughs> Austin Riley hitting him where it hurts, and the Braves take the lead in the eighth. The Braves have erupted, they've taken the lead, and this place is an insane asylum. Two balls, two strikes, one down. Iglesias looking into his catcher, ready to fire. 2-2 in the air out towards right center field. Harris going to go back. Harris back to the warning track. He leaps. Michael's got it. He's got it. They fired it in, and it rolls across the infield. Taken by Riley. He throws to the back. They double him off. Ball game over. Braves win. I've never seen a play like that. Braves even up the series. It was back to the wall. Harris went to the wall. Harper took off. He made a leaping catch of the wall. Fired it in. It rolled past Albies. Backing up the play was Riley. He secured it through to the bag. Doubled off Harper. And the Braves even up the series. And now, the voice of reason and the dean of Richmond Radio. Here's Big Al on 1061 ESPN. That's when you like the excitement of a great announcer describing a ball game on the radio. Television, you see it, and the words may ring a little hollow uh, when you see it on TV compared to radio when you can't see it. You paint the picture, and that's what the announcer did, the broadcaster did, the voice of the Braves. I'm sorry. Oh, Ben Ingram. Oh, thank you. Anyway, the uh, the Ben Ingram call. Thank you uh, of the call. I mean, just a just a, you just listen to it and you can almost see it happen. And I can't believe he said I never seen anything like it. He's bound. To, how long has he been doing baseball? He's bound to be doing you know, from minor leagues up. He's bound to be doing baseball, but he says he's never seen it. So in the moment, I, I'll believe him. But that's if it's superfluous horse manure out of my mouth there on that. Who cares? The bottom line is it was a beautiful play, home runs in the uh, in the eighth seventh and eighth innings uh, for the Bravos. Uh, I mean, just, I mean, it's, it's just great. I mean, you just watch. I mean, the excitement of sports, the thrill of victory, the agony of defeat, the whole thing, the whole tomato patch right there in front of you. And uh, what, a, what a game it was to come back like that. The Braves got, what, one in the sixth, two in the seventh, two in the eighth. A pair of taters got it done to, uh, to give the 5-4 lead in the uh, seventh and uh, eighth innings. And then in the ninth, the play, it just looked like Harris won going to get – first it looked like it was going over the wall. Did you get to see it? Did you watch it live last yeah, night? Yeah, I did watch it live. Um, it looked to me like Harris – it was going to go be a home run. It's going, oh, brother. And uh, But Harris goes back, goes back, goes back, and boy, up against the wall – he has to leap to make the catch. It wasn't like he ne- he settled under it. He had to leap to get it. And, boy, he got it, and he threw it in, and it was mishandled. Riley, who hit the home run, right? Didn't Riley hit one of the home runs? Yeah, the that home was, run? uh, what we just heard. Austin yeah, Riley. the bottom of the eighth makes a play in the top of the ninth right. and put a boom, put a bang, and Harper 
Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Harper was <laughs> trying to skedaddle back to first. Did not make it in time, and the ball game was over on a double play. And I don't know. Uh, the, I mean, the, the, of course, the center fielder is number uh, eight, and the first baseman is number three. But what uh, – and Riley picked it up from where? What, I mean, where was he playing? I mean, was he – where did he pick it up to throw it? Because it was fumbled at first and looked like he weren't going to be able to get him. But, boy, he got him. He got him out. And it's uh, not your normal normal numerical number you'd log into your box score sheet in front of you. If you're doing – a lot of people go to – but not a lot, but a number of people go to a ball game. It used to be an old-fashioned thing where you you would write all that, you know, K backwards. He's caught looking. A K forward, of course, is a strikeout swinging and all those things when you're scoring a baseball game. You know, a pop-out, a you know, foul-out, that kind of thing. And they've all got different designations. You know, if you fly to center, you know, it's a F8. You know, those kind of things. You ever done that at a ball game? I have not. Well, you try it. It makes it interesting. You know, a box score can tell you more how a game went than almost reading about it. Because, yeah. I mean, you follow a box score, learn to read a box score. You probably know how to read one, but you read a box score can really describe the whole game. You can follow as to how it all happened and what happened. Anyway, um, Braves win. Braves run. I was hoping he'd get a second Braves win in there, uh, but he didn't. Uh, not like uh, Skip Carey. Braves win the pennant, bro. No, Braves win. Braves win was we we had that the other day. Braves win. So anyway, the Braves won last night, uh, and they what five and a third innings. And, uh, they didn't have any runs scored at home. I mean, this is the team that had they scored and scored and scored some more all year long. I mean, they just this was. This was an incredible year that they had, record-breaking year, home runs, tying the Twins. You know, the whole smorgasbord of, uh, uh, what, there were five players with 30 more home runs for the Braves. There were seven that had 20 or more, and there were two that had 40 or more. And Olsen and Acuna, until last night, they, they hadn't really done a lot at all. They hadn't done anything at all. And they kind of you know, scraped the surface last night of their um, – of what they can do and what they had done all year long. So uh, it was fun to watch the comeback. They need, they had to have this one. They had to have it. So that's the name of that tune. Anyway, this is Sports Phone. Great cuts. Thank you for the cuts there, Hoss. Great cuts. Great actualities there. The Braves scored 947 runs this year. Excuse me, but that – uh, was way ahead of everyone else in the major leagues. Then a differential plus 231. Now, the Dodgers had 906, so you, know, you got to count that in there within the plus 900 club. Everybody else was below that. But a plus 231, the Dodgers, the Dodgers, 200, uh, excuse me, they had 699 allowed in a differential of 207. And speaking of the Dodgers. Ooh, who's your daddy? The Astros are your daddy. Last year, the Padres were your daddy. Diamond, last year, the, the Padres. No, you, you said the Astros. Are oh, daddy. the Astros. Thank you. The Diamondbacks have the 2-0 lead. I'm excited. Yeah, the Padres last year were. Yeah, Padres, I had that <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not the Astros lead the Dodgers. It's the, uh, it's the Diamondbacks up 2-zip uh, last night with their win. It's uh, Chavez Ravine in Los Angeles, and they will go home to Phoenix with a uh, with a two zip lead, they will play tomorrow night at nine oh seven. Braves off tonight. They will play uh, Philadelphia in Philadelphia tomorrow afternoon at five o'clock. So there you have it. 
And we'll he- you'll hear that right here on 106.1 ESPN. Thursday will be necessary, and they will play at 6.07 on Thursday. So there you have it. Up close and personal for the Braves right here, the home of the Braves. We will have both games right here. We'll have the uh, Mule Skinners, the uh, Commando Dogs, Commander Dogs, Command Dogs, uh, on Sunday versus Atlanta at 1 o'clock. We'll have the Washington uh, Mule Skinners, whatever you want to call them. We'll have that on a little programming note that we'll have Washington on. And we'll have the Braves games on if they have a game on uh, Friday, or would it be Saturday? Saturday, Saturday. Oh, I'm looking at it right here. It would be Saturday. Yep. Same Mule. with the Diamondbacks and Dodgers. Yes, Saturday. I don't think that'll be necessary for that series. No. Uh, Atlanta, Philadelphia may go seven. It's five. I think it. I think it very yeah, well. That might, might go five. Uh, Diamondbacks. I don't know. Dodgers are resilient. Dodgers won what 101 games. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So they're. I mean, they're they can do it. They won 100 games. I think it's the second straight year of winning 100 games and going home in the NLDS. Well, now, now hold on, Bobo. They ain't home yet. They let's don't don't pack them up yet. I mean, yeah, the Diamondbacks. Sh- should win this. It depends on the depth of their pitching. You know, that's that you got the depth there. What do they got? What can they throw at you? They are a minus fifteen in run differential. Now we're in the playoffs. Everything's different, and they've won the first two at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, it's my just my official prediction that the Diamondbacks are winning this series. I believe in four games. In four games, lose tomorrow night, and win on Thursday. Yep. <laughs> Well, that's fine with me. I mean, I'm not complaining. I just don't have them in the barn yet. Uh, they're outside the barn. The door is open, and there's food in front of them, a little basket, a little bucket of hay saying, come on in the barn, hoss. And they're there. I'll yeah. give you that. But until until they're in the barn, you know what your, your twin brother Yogi Berra said? No, I don't. It ain't over till it's over? Okay. You've heard that? Probably. Probably I'm heard sure it you me. have. You had to. I would think it ain't over till it's over. It ain't over till the fat lady sings, and the fat lady's warming up. She's warming up next to the horse outside the barn. So there you have that. So we shall see. It's a, I like that Arizona's got a lead on the Dodgers. I, I know I'm against my old friend there, Dodger Dick, but I'm not a Dodger fan. So you'd have Arizona and either Arizona uh, playing a course against Atlanta or Philadelphia. So. Hopefully Atlanta can nail down Philly. They certainly came back to life late in innings six, seven, and eight, and won in dramatic fashion. Uh, like great win, great team win last night for the Braves. It was getting monotonous to watch them go fourteen and a third without a run. And finally, they did. Maybe Red Dog will call this morning. He's a huge Braves fan. We'll see if he checks in with us to get his opinion. But uh, the catch against the wall, the timing, the leap, the whole smorgasbord of things that happened to get that. I mean, he could have missed that, and it would have been 5-5. Harper would have – by the time he got to the ball, Harper would have been standing on home plate because he would taken off and he was running. So, Harris caught the ball, and a beautiful catch, beautiful throw. Mishandled ball, picked up and thrown by Riley and and uh, nailed Harper getting back to first. You ain't got to tag him because he's off base on a fly ball that was caught. You know the rule there. So, anyway, got to like it. All right, it's already 11 after. Let's get a pause in here on time. And uh, no guests today, I don't believe, do we? Russ Huseman. Oh, yeah, I forgot. We got him coming right up. Tag, gone it. I'm just so excited today. It's just how I am in October. I mean, I just there's so much sports, so many things to talk about, so much going on. We got Coach Houston coming up momentarily. 
Uh, all right, stay with us. Tomorrow, Pedro Aruza. And I think we will have tomorrow also, uh, for a few minutes, uh, Coach Rocco out of VMI. That's right. All right. So we got those two tomorrow. Maybe Habo either Wednesday or Friday, possibly. Uh, one of those two days. So we'll hammer that out as well. And four races left in the NASCAR. So we got the picks, the pickers there on Friday. And that's, that's about it for this week. We'll wrap it up. Next week we'll get some, some uh, like, like we'll get Mitch Tischler if we can for next week as well. Uh, and some other things involved also. Let's take that pause so we get to the coach. We have the coach coming up with the, the Spiders. Big win for the Spiders. Big, big win for the Spiders. That was just a great win to see them come out like they did. And my cousin Cam Coleman lighting it up. Stay with us. We are here. We are live. Thank you to Coach Houston for joining us as he does on Tuesday mornings. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, uh, the Diamondbacks won four to two over the L.A. Dodgers. Wait till next year, bums. That was a saying in the fifties. They make the World Series not every year, but darn near it, and uh, <laughs> they would lose. Or like the Giants win the pennant. Giants win the pennant. It's 54. Bobby Thompson. I don't know, 54? I don't know. Maybe not because that was Cleveland, I think, made it in 54. And the Giants. Yeah, maybe that's because Willie Mays made his – do you ever see Willie Mays' catch? Go to YouTube uh, off the bat of Vic Wirtz in the 54 World Series. He has got his back running towards the center field fences, back to the plate. You ever seen this? I may have at one point. He, he just catches the ball with his back to the plate. I mean, he's just running away from the ball, and you know, boom, there he goes. Sound like John Madden. Boom. All of a sudden, boom. <laughs> I'm not doing person- impersonations. Yeah, well, I don't do impersonations. Uh, there are some ball games this week. Tennessee and Alabama will be getting after it, some others. Um, that's kind of what I want to talk about right now. But first, let's. Uh, Let's go to the CBS 133. You'd like to hear that, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. Because you want to know where your old Dominion Monarchs are. I'd have to assume they're higher than they were to start the season. I don't know about that. I'd say at least a spot Where did they start? Do you remember? They were the lowest in the state. I do remember that. I think it was 118, 119, somewhere. Well, just keep your horses there steady, Hoss. I'll get you to it, too. All right. All right. Michigan's number one. Georgia, number two. Uh, Penn State. Excuse me. Excuse me. Georgia. I'm having one of those days. Yeah. Where my mouth is going quicker than my brain. Michigan, Georgia, Florida State, Ohio State. Those are your top four in the CBS 133. That's where they rank all the teams. Washington, Oklahoma, Oregon, Penn State, Texas, and Southern Cal at number 10. Um, Oregon and Washington play Saturday. This poll has Washington, the Cougars at five, and the Ducks and the Drakes at seven. There you go. 
Oregon State's the Beavers. It's actually uh, the Washington Huskies. Huskies, Washington Huskies. Who the Cougars are uh, Washington State. All right. Oh, I'm having, I'm having I'm a day. The CBS thing I'm looking at has Washington spelled wrong. It's kind of funny. Uh, the one I'm looking at has them spelled right. Uh, the Washington Huskies, the Washington State Cougars. They're no oh, boy. It is. It's just one of those days. The Oregon Ducks. We have that right. And the Beavers. The Beavers of Oregon State. Uh, anyway, Carolina's twelve. Uh, excuse me, eleven. Alabama twelve. Louisville thirteen. Duke fourteen. You got three ACCs right there. Uh, of course, led by Florida State at third. And uh, then you go on down. Notre Dame. They got a nineteen. LSU. Get on down. I gotta make sure I'm looking at the right poll here. This is the 133. Yeah, it is. All right, uh, let me get you the, the ones that are relevant to the. There we go. <laughs> I hope I sound okay with Coach Usman. I mean, I'm really out to lunch here this morning. Oh, so, ODU has definitely moved up. Hey, hey, hey! You weren't supposed to look. <laughs> Come on, dog. You I knew you'd do it. I didn't, didn't even want say to say it because I knew you would yeah, do it. Exactly. Just don't. You weren't supposed to look. <laughs> now I'm mad at you. <laughs> uh, they had. Now this is wrong. I mean, earlier the one I looked at, Liberty, um, Madison. Oh, Madison number 25. They got Missouri here at 25. This is odd. You might may have looked at different ones. No, this is the one I looked at. I don't, maybe those move, maybe they made the final things you know, this morning, just now. No, maybe maybe it was USA I was looking at earlier. Yeah, I, I see JMU at thirty nine on mine. That's just different. Yeah. I, I'm, can we go back to eight o'clock and start over? <laughs> Liberty at forty seven. Uh, that is. We got bowl projections. We've got that. Uh, does, USA's got a one. Th- See, this is their one thirty-three. CBS has it now, and uh, uh, of course, the one I usually look at is the USA Today. In uh. uh, Madison's number twenty-five, Notre Dame number twenty-four, the Jayhawks number twenty-six, sandwiching the Dukes of Madison and Carolina's. Okay, all right. This is that's what I was looking at earlier. Was the USA? Uh, CBS is different. And that's that. Uh, oh, let's see who's. Yeah, we got Liberty at number forty-four in this poll on USA Today. Forty-seven on the other. All right, they're sandwiched between Florida and Marshall, and then we drop all the way down to number ninety-six. Now, Virginia Tech put up a good fight against Florida. Didn't they get what at twenty-two seventeen at one point and thirty-two seventeen towards the end? Yeah, uh, they're number ninety-six. And they went, you know, they went good against Florida State down in Tallahassee. Yeah. 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 yeah uh, pass. Down, down what are you telling me? Pass the pipe? Down 22 <laughs> nothing, made a bit of a comeback, yeah. and then after that, Florida State rolled. I mean, like you said, a better showing than pro- – that that middle part of the game was a good showing, but I, I don't know. Florida State did that with Boston College, too. They've kind of let some teams back in, but uh, not the worst showing. Old Dominion 109. Yeah, so they have moved up from the beginning. <laughs> Where did they start the season? I think they were, think they were in the 120s. I'm not exactly sure. And this other one, they're 92. Uh, CBS is high on the Monarchs. They moved up five spots after beating a bad Southern Miss team. Well, like I said, you want to pay. You just never mind. <coughs> Virginia's 117 in USA. What are, you, what are they in CBS? CBS. 
They they are 117. How about that? They're I think they're the lowest power. F- yeah, they're the lowest power five, unfortunately. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anybody's low. These are the teams behind Virginia in the USA. I'll run through them quickly. Southern Miss, Buffalo, Hawaii, Connecticut, Charlotte, New Mexico, Alabama, Birmingham, Northern Illinois, Middle Tennessee State, Ball State, Sam Houston State, Texas, El Paso, out in the West Texas town of, that's how they're listening to the phone book, Texas, El Paso, comma, out in the West Texas town. Nevada, Kent State, Arkansas, excuse me, Nevada, Kent State, Akron, and UMass. Yeah, same teams after them, except Buffalo's actually ahead of them in this one. <laughs> Uh, hi ho, Buffalo. Let's ride the donkey into town. All right, well, that's that. Uh, enough of that talk. Um, what I was looking at earlier were some good matchups in uh, in football uh, for college football this weekend. There are yeah, there's some big ones. Yeah, there's some big ones. I know. Boy, I know it's gonna be a good weekend again. The Pac-12 just keeps offering. It. They've it's their their swan song of a season, and they're just they're offering mm-hmm. one of the best seasons they've ever had. And then they got seven in the poll. Yeah, and it's and it's just they're really good watches too. It's not like these are just teams that happen to get in. They're very good teams. Well, right now we've got Michigan, Florida State in the Rose Bowl. That'd be fun. Which is one of the semifinals, and they've got Georgia in Washington. In the other one, that's the Sugar Bowl, other semi. Uh-huh. And the pick here for the title game on USA is Georgia-Michigan. Uh, I, I would, I'd feel pretty good about Georgia in that one. I think yeah. I think the key to beat uh, Georgia, we saw Bryce Young did it once in 21, and C.J. Stroud almost pulled off <laughs> last year. Well, their teams almost pulled off. The key is having a very good quarterback, which Washington has. Michigan has a pretty solid quarterback, but... It's kind of you've got to throw it all over the yard to beat them. You're not going to beat them at their game, which is what Michigan does. They run the football, play good defense. They choke last year. Yeah, that, what you got to do, I think, to beat. We saw what Bryce Young did. You've got to have one of those performances. <laughs> it's kind of like how Alabama used to be: have a great quarterback performance. That's what can beat Georgia. The other four games of the New Year's Day quote uh, six bowls, uh, the um, Big Six. Oklahoma, Ohio State, Alabama, Tulane, your green wave. Really? Really? They're probably the best group of five team this year. And they're not ranked because, you know, there's no group of fives ranked. Yeah, lost to Ole Miss hurt them. The Tar Heels of North Kakalaki versus Penn State. And the Oregon Ducks, quack attack, not anymore, uh, versus Texas. The overrated Longhorns. Did they not just get beat they just by lost, Oklahoma? Just lost by three? I yes, think. they did. And Oklahoma's playing Ohio State in the Cotton, in ah. the Cotton Bowl. So there you go. There's that. Um, and this week there are some games that are good for the uh, for those that are fans, uh, and some college football games this week. Uh, you know, Notre Dame, Southern Cal. Notre Dame is favored. Why I do not know. Uh, they're back home after two on the road. Uh, they're three better than than um, two and a half better than Southern Cal. I guess home field and uh, USC's coming off three straight not impressive performances from their defense, giving up 28, 41 back to back games. And last week, Caleb Williams looked human. Yeah, well, they'll you'll get jacked up for the game against uh, the Irish. I have a feeling. He um, Virginia has a bye week. Tech is a half point favorite at home over Wake Forest. How about that? Yeah, they need, yeah. they need that win to keep bowl eligibility alive. Yes, they do. And uh, there are the Alabama's playing Arkansas, heavy favorite. 
Uh, no shock there. I'm just Penn State's 42 and a half over UMass. Well, good golly, Miss Molly. I guess so. That's probably the biggest line of the year so far. Yeah, I'd have to check back. You know, there's there's always that first week. There's some ridiculous ones. Yeah, but this is forty two and a half. Yeah, you get a fifty, you know, fifty one or somewhere. Anyway, uh, UMass is number one thirty three in both of those polls, right? Right. Yeah. They're, they're right oh, God on. Almighty! Good God Almighty! They probably wish they stayed at uh, FCS. <laughs> yeah, down in the down on the farm in the CAA. Uh, let's see. Uh, George's playing Vandy. Nothing there. Huge. Ohio State huge over Purdue at Purdue. Wouldn't it be kind of fun to see Purdue knock them, knock them off? They did it, uh, remember, back in 2018. I remember watching I remember. They pulled an upset. Uh, Buffalo way down the list there playing Bowling Green. That's no big deal to watch. North Carolina's playing Miami. Now, that would have been a big matchup last <laughs> yeah. week. Not so much after Miami pulled the boneheaded play of the year. I feel like that has to spiral that team. Take a knee. Yep. Jeez. Come on, guys. Wake up. Coach. We're, Miami fell to 25 in the AP. <laughs> I think the AP voters know that fall, a bigger fall is coming. To, I mean, I don't, I don't, I can't see them going to North Carolina, getting back up up the mat after that. And no, North Carolina's number 12, and they have a lot to play for. Right, and that Miami 25's got a lot to play for, but you know, there's probably a disconnect now. Have a seat there, Gunga Den. You ain't going nowhere. And yeah, there's some good ball games out there. LSU, your LSU Tigers are playing them. Auburn at home. Yeah, they're ranked. Let's let's go Auburn. Let's go Auburn. Eleven and a half. God, doggy. They were losing last week. They've been losing a lot. They come back in some of these I games. Know. I hope Auburn pulls the upset. LSU's twenty two in the AP. Notre Dame's twenty one right ahead of them. I'm beginning to wonder a little bit about Freeman. I just but I, that happens. I don't know much. I don't know if I feel great about Freeman or Kelly. Let's just be honest. Well, right Kelly's now. Just a- <laughs> He's just a, if either one of them are, I mean, neither one of them are Nick Saban. Let's let's be honest about that. Well, so. Yeah, <laughs> um, they're not Kirby Smart, and I don't. I, I like that. I mean, there's some coaches out there that I would take over them right now. That are um, one guy I really like is that coach for Duke. He he's really good. He's yeah. he's changed that program around. I would have to assume that a bigger program may be coming for him soon. Yeah, unfortunately, for I Duke. would think. All right, let's take a pause. It's already eight forty nine. The USC Notre Dame is one of the big ones. Uh, Miami, Carolina was and still ranked teams. UCLA and Oregon State. Auburn at number 22, LSU. And um, I guess that's, I mean, as far as ranked teams, I mean, the other team, I mean, Georgia's playing, but Vanderbilt, Michigan's playing Indiana. Yeah, UCLA, Oregon State, that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. Beavers. The Beavers. Yeah. On TV more times than Leave It to Beaver. Who said that? Uh, someone in Leave It to Be. <laughs> no, he uh, was a coach of basketball okay. in the Commonwealth. He said, Duke is Duke. They're on TV more times than Leave It to Beaver. That probably was true. It probably makes it. Probably Pete Gillen. They're on Virginia. TV a lot. They were on TV. They still are. They're on TV more times than Leave It to Beaver. All right, William & Mary is uh, getting to a pause. William & Mary, real quickly, give you this one. Number 12. And uh, Randolph Mack, Randy Mack, with Coach Arusa on tomorrow. Yeah, remained at number 10 with their swapping of John Averett, 59-7. to 7. Oh, he's uh, – uh, Phil Stanton's going to send us some notes, I believe, right? Uh, State, Phil Stanton, good man, real good guy. <laughs> he's just a good guy, always has been. He used to work in Richmond, and he said, well, I'm just going to lie the gag on up the road and, and uh, be the SID that ran off making good for him. Stay with us. We shall return right here, 106.1 ESPN. 
a second straight playoff appearance out of the CAA. Follow them on their quest every step of the way. Here on your home for the Richmond Spiders, 1061 ESPN. Yes, indeed. The NHL begins tonight, as I mentioned yesterday. Yeehaw. Look for the uh, puck to drop tonight. It's October the 10th, and they're starting the season, and it will run through, of course, uh, mid-September next year, and then we'll have a couple weeks off and get back at it. <clears throat> yes, theater of the mind. The um, Boy, what a great win for the Braves last night. I mean, just a great comeback win. And uh, that, that's, it really is. That's, I just like seeing something like that. Yeah, I was, I mean, I'm pulling for them anyway. Uh, but uh, just to see a team come back. I, if they lose, it's not like they're my favorite team. They're there. But if they lose, okay, well, they lost. Uh, if they win, great. And the Diamondbacks... Four to two over the Dodgers. They were leading that early, and then I managed to have to watch it all. You look at a box on that; it was three nothing after one. Diamondbacks remember put six in the they held a six spot in the first inning of Game One, all off of Kershaw. I mean, he rock rock me Jesus in the bottom of the well, man. Good God Almighty. Uh, Three nothing last night. The Dodgers got me going. What in the wild, wild world of sports is going on out here? And they they made it four to nothing in the sixth, and then the Dodgers scratch one out in the uh, bottom of the sixth. Now maybe it's a home run. I don't know. Mm, yeah, it might have been Martinez had a home run, so that wouldn't be scratching it out. Excuse me. The Dodgers got one in the fourth to make it three to one, then four to one, then four to two, and that's your final. I missed that run in the fourth. So they had a home run. Uh, hit the Dodgers did by Martinez, the DH. And uh, boy, I tell you, the, the home run for the uh, Correll hit one for the Diamondbacks. Four to two. And they will take off the day and play outside of Phoenix tomorrow. Freddie Freeman hitting an anemic 167 in the series. He hit, what, 335? I think in the regular season, something like that, Freeman did. Uh, he's just, hey, it happens. He had 331 this year with 29 dingers and 102 RBI. That Matt Olson deal's looking, a lot, looking better and better every year. Um, well, he outbats him. Matt Batting average, I think, uh, Olson for Atlanta was about 281, 282. But 54 homers and 137 RBI, that outweighs it. All right, we've got a pause here, top of the hour. Give a call, 327-0888, Give a call and talk sports. We're here to do it until 10 o'clock. Tomorrow, Pedro Aruza and tomorrow brought to you by Costin Floors. We'll have on Danny Rocco, head coach of the VMI Key Dads, Costin Floors, Mayland Drive in the West End, Ralph and Tripp. Great family business since 1947. Local. Stay with us. This is ESPN 1061 ESPN. We gave you the break.